This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. All night. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number <laughs> 1,230, January 23, 2024. 53 degrees was the record high on this day in 1942. That's the second day in a row for the record high being in 1942. And it was 34 to, uh, below in 1886, Woo! and that's the second day in a row. The record low was in 1886. How do you like them apples? Well, like Hail apples. the flashlight king. Hail you! And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Height in the newsroom, and, of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. Where is East Union, Minnesota? I know. Pick me. Pick me. Pick me. All right. You. It is just south and west of the booming metropolis known as Carver, Minnesota. Who is the town ball team? They don't have one, but there is talk of a ballpark being built. In uh, what Union. what is it? A township? Basically, or? they got a church, a cemetery, and there is a business. I don't know if it's uh, a, a granary or whatever. Okay, I, I don't know how to handle this, but I intend to make an attempt to handle it on behalf of GLers. When I go to the Henderson Car Show, I drive through East Union when I used to live in Carver. Uh-huh. There's a West Union too up by me. Okay. Is there a soft union? With a bar that may or may not have stayed open during COVID. I just don't know. <laughs> Yesterday, we got a note from Katie from East Union yes. saying that she had possibly created the male fun limitation factor That's right. by interrupting her husband's chores, which he enjoys, snow blowing and... and uh, things of that sort. Cutting the grass and things of that nature. Well, I got a note today from Katie's husband, Tom. Oh, boy. Tom Tierney, who writes, my rebuttal. (laughs) I feel the need to submit a rebuttal to yesterday's email from my beautiful bride. Boy, she calls him the handsome husband. He calls her the beautiful bride. Who is zooming? Who? What's wrong with these people? They like each other? Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> uh, I feel the need to submit a rebuttal to yesterday's email from my beautiful bride regarding the MFLF, the male fun limitation factor. Her references to taking the tractor for a spin or practicing space management might have been a bit exaggerated. <laughs> While I acknowledge she's mowed the lawn on occasion, I cannot recall a single time she has braved the wind and cold to clear our driveway of snow. In fact, invoking the notion of space management is bordering on sacrilege, given that we have plenty of lawn and a tractor that can throw snow a good distance, requiring little to no space management. Hmm. The many hours I spent spreading sand and ice melt on the driveway after uncleared snow has been driven over multiple times is testament to the fact that she's fibbing a bit. 
As for helping with folding laundry, yes, it is partially motivated by a desire to help her out and spend time together, but it's also about making sure she doesn't fold my clothes incorrectly. I think this guy's really getting in trouble here. Mm. About <laughs> folding my clothes incorrectly or putting them in the wrong drawer. What started yeah. out so well, innocent. He's, Even he's I right. put my own clothes away. Yeah, Even me. Yeah. And this guy's worried about the wife might put them in the wrong drawer. <laughs> but like the dishes, do you leave your clothes in a certain No, area? I know where they go. Got it. All right. Uh, where was I? Uh, Kenny is not wrong for keeping the roommate away from his laundry. I'll at least give her credit for her comment about the smoker being hers. It was a Mother's Day gift a few years ago. In fact, her Mother's Day gift this year is likely to be a bigger smoker. Her brisket and ribs are second to none. She should have no fear that I'll develop an interest in cooking and steal that joy from her. Uh, Thanks for the opportunity to set the record straight. Tom, the handsome husband in East Union. Now, here's my dilemma. I have a note from Linda Johnson who writes, Joe, would it be possible to give Katie of East Union my email address? We just moved to East Union, and I am a devoted listener to GL, and I think Katie and I might have a lot in common. If you provide her with my email, perhaps she'll contact me, and we fellow GLers can get together. Are we we tender? No, that's that's a bad idea. The husband's... Don't need that to happen. Well, I kind of agree I, with I, I can't. I can't. I, I just note here two women who might enjoy getting to know each other. Yeah, what they're going to do is gang up yep. on their GL 100%. husbands. 100%. Well, let yeah. me leave it down. I'm going to leave it like this. Okay. I'm going to leave it like this. Leave it. Leave it. No, I'm not done. I'm going to oh, leave it like, like this. this. <laughs> Linda and Katie, you're both in East Union. Uh, based on what I can have in my cartoon bubble about East Union, meet at the parking lot. Difficult would it be to meet each other? You probably already know each other. Already know each other. <laughs> yeah. Or give each email address over the air, and they can figure it out. No, I don't think we'll do that. But that's how I'm leaving it. Uh, Katie Tierney and Linda Johnson. I'm sure you can find each other. You're both in East Union, Minnesota. There's also this thing called Facebook. They could try to connect that way. Can I give the gentlemen of the, well, maybe females too, for all I know, a life-changing tip regarding clothes and laundry? I think that would be welcome. <clears throat> I learned this in uh, when I lived in Minneapolis and I did my own laundry there. I moved all of my clothes, everything, out of the closet, out of the bureau in the bedroom, and into the laundry room. I do all of my changing, everything, right in the laundry room. It is a time saver. It saved my life, my marriage, and everything. It's wonderful. It's all right there. Hmm. There you go. Just leave it at that. Yep. Tim Buck, two writes, Yesterday you mentioned Dean Phillips' family is in the liquor industry. Do you guys know uh, what other industry his family has had connections to screwdrivers no uh i think i think i was aware of this but only vaguely this is interesting he has family connections to the newspaper business oh his Hmm. grandma was pauline phillips who wrote the dear abby advice column under the pen name abigail van buren hmm 
She came up with the name by combining the Old Testament prophetess Abigail with the surname of President Martin Van Buren. Pauline's twin sister was also a well-known advice columnist who wrote under the pen named Ann Landers. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? I didn't know that. I did not know that. So Dean's grandma was Dear Abby, and his great aunt was Ann Landers. I have to believe that a young Dean got a lot of unsolicited advice when he was growing up. <laughs> the twin sisters took sibling rivalry to a whole new level. The first sister to start an advice column was Ann Landers in 1955. The very next year, Pauline Phillips offered her Dear Abby column to the Sioux City Journal at a reduced price, provided that the paper refused to print her sister's column. In 1958, Life magazine said the sisters had become the most widely read and most quoted women in the world. The sisters ostensibly reconciled in 1964, but remained competitors. Hmm. I find that fascinating. That's fun. I, I'm i going to go with Matthew's answer. I think it would be more fascinating if it was, Matthew. If it was? Screwdrivers. Yes. <laughs> well, I, I think this is... I don't think Joe got it. Which is a double play. I, I, I don't think Joe got the Because joke. the liquor business... You know, screwdrivers is a drink, and screwdrivers is a tool. I don't know why you have to take something so charming like this. Joe, Phillips (laughs) screwdrivers. Phillips screwdrivers. (laughs) I think he invented them. Jesus. Didn't Phillips screw heads come into play in another plane? No, don't go down the rabbit hole. Don't go down the rabbit hole. Didn't we have to ground another plane because before it took off, the passengers uh, noted something, the wing yep, was loose? Or yep, something? something about that boy ain't right. Mm. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> All right. Well, you're being sensitive yes, now to the airline yes, industry? Yes. Well, yeah. you know, brief me. Let's go. Uh, uh, well, <laughs> congratulations, uh, uh, Dean's uh, grandma and his aunt. Uh, boy, they were pioneers in the newspaper business. Mm-hmm. I think the Tribune, if not St. Paul, I think both papers at one time or another printed Dear Abby and, and Ann Landers. In fact, not aren't sure. they still going with other people picking yes. up the mantle? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. I think they're still, the column is still alive. Yeah. Also a great Dean's song from John. Million. Great song from John Prine, Dear Abby. Oh, God. Dear John. Well, pencil down. We got a dilemma from, uh, I, I just am so comfortable today just uh, talking to GLers and, and uh, accommodating their needs and their wants. Yeah, no show prep, huh? No, I got plenty <laughs> to do here. <laughs> <laughs> and those of you on the town council will get a glimpse as to why we're laughing. <laughs> now, Lisa the Looper, I'm sorry, Youper. Has a uh, good morning, Joe. All hail the flashlight king. Hail, hail, hail you. Hail you. Not a lot of uh, enthusiasm there. I never thought I'd say this, but I need help with my sensibilities as they refer to winter. I live in the western UP. We average 200 inches of snow a year, much of it thanks to the Lake Superior Lake Effect snow machine. This year, we had absolutely no snow at Christmas. 
My grass was green. It was very mild. We received our first measurable snow on November 26 and 27. They got 13 inches. We also received 6 inches on December 18, all of which melted before Christmas. So far in January, we've received 28 inches, but obviously they're well below what they're accustomed to. My conundrum, dare I say I am enjoying this mild winter? There are three ski hills and numerous snowmobile trails within a few miles of me, and they are having a rather tough time. My new snowblower is just chillaxing in the garage. What about that? Last year, I measured nearly 300 inches of snow. Am I due for a mild winter, or do I pray for more of the white stuff? Where should my sensibilities lie? Thank you for your wisdom. Youper, Lisa. Okay. Hmm. Well, this is always a tough one, because as much as I enjoy a mild winter, I'm not unfazed by the effects this must have on the people who sell snowmobiles and ski lift tickets. Okay. Bars, rentals, yeah, everything. Everybody. Everything. Yep, everybody. Uh, snowmobiles. Uh so I, I, my, I have a sensibility problem too, Lisa, but I'm going to err on the side of, uh, at the risk of offending my snowmobiling salespeople friends, uh, I'm going to err on the side of just enjoying the hell out of this. You know why I can't enjoy it, Joe? Huh? I'm really, really worried about March and April. I think we're just going to get double kicked we're to the push, crotch. We're pushing it off. I'm just, I'm so worried, and it's it's keeping me from enjoying what's happening. I had this discussion uh, over the weekend with somebody, and I always say, well, if you sign up for that line of work, reliant upon the weather, don't you have to kind of, the, the good and the bad. In other words, uh, baseball or any sport that depends on the weather, that's what you signed up for. Sorry. But, um, Chris, you can say that about our area in Minnesota, but you can almost, it'd be fun to look up the records for the UP because she's right. They always get flogged with snow. Back True. when I was a serious trail rider, we, we'd be up at the UP every other weekend just because of the snow conditions. Sure. I, it's like going to the mountains. It's like going to West Yellowstone. It's comparable. There's so much snow up there. I believe I can help you with your concern about March and April. Please do. Okay. Those storms, to me, are rather festive for a couple of reasons. Well, one main reason. You know they're not going to last on the ground. Right. It's warm. Short-lived. Yep. They're short-lived or short-lived. I don't, I've never known which one that is. But they come upon us, and you got a couple of things going in your favor. It's, it's light out well into evening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. It, it generally... It, Depending on the severity of the uh, storm, you might not even have to practice space management. In fact, I think that's the time of the year where you say bleep it, I ain't shoveling. Well, it gets to the, but you only can say bleep it after a year in which you've really been faithful to your space management. True. So now comes April and you get walloped, like we have recently, mm-hmm. past few Aprils. There you can say bleep it. You've put in your time. This year, just to fire up the snowblower, a guy might go out in April and give it a shot. Right. You know, but it's going to use up the gas that's in there. So I don't mind. I, I, I don't mind the March and April. If we get hit, we're going to get hit. I wouldn't be surprised if we're going to get hit, but that wouldn't bother me because 
I know the end is near. Yeah, you and you know the patterns. I understand the weather patterns. That's because right. The Calcutta Clipper <laughs> swings down, swings up, lakefront influence. That's now. it. Okay, Denny. That's it, Denny. Denny's <laughs> the got Calcutta <laughs> Clipper. Uh-huh. <laughs> I got that. Okay. But so until February begins, we're basically going to be in the high 30s. Well, and uh, once February hits, it, you're turning as, the corner. As far as I know, they might be riding in the UP. I don't think they're doing a lot of riding in northern Wisconsin. I don't even know that the trails are open. Between well, she said uh, they got 28 inches of snow in the UP just this month. You can ride on 28 inches of snow. Well, the problem with that lake effect stuff, it's like dust falling. It's really, really fluffy, and it's hard to pack down a base on the trails. I got news for you. You could trailer that thing up and head it to western New York right now. Would they get 66 inches of snow they're, in the last They're getting their weeks? lake effects. Yeah. And that's also lake effect. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's a story that's been around. We just haven't discussed it. But it keeps popping up. Uh, and now it's popping up on national and international sites. And that's the story of one of the Cargill people, as in the Cargill family, the people who... Uh, uh, ship grain around the world, a billionaire Minneapolis family. And one of the uh, Cargills uh, married into the family is Kathy Cargill. And my hat's off to her right off the bat because she collects McLarens, which are an incredible automobile. Yeah. I don't have any. I, I collect uh, MGs, so we're on a little different. We're playing a different game. I see. Ah. Yeah. We're playing a different game. But she's been pictured with this marvelous collection of McLarens uh, with, a, with what looks to be really a neat garage setup. I don't know where, maybe in a different state. Maybe she's pictured in Minnesota. I don't know where. But she has been buying uh, land in Duluth on, the, uh, right. on Park Point. Yeah which is a spit of land out there that's a funky old neighborhood. And she's been buying up the... Uh, she's the wife of James Cargill II. He's one of the heirs the to Deuce. Cargill. Yeah. And it's the largest privately owned company in America. Now, I, I believe they created a company called North Shore LS, LLC. And they're going to... do, And they're buying these properties, paying more for them than they're worth. To get them. When you got the no money. one knows why. I'd like to know. I would imagine... Uh, They're not going to wipe them all out. Oh, well, what other... I What I'm forecasting is they must have some a resort or something in mind. Why? Why I don't a resort? Know. Do, they, do you think that she wants to make even more money? That this her end goal is to... Make more money for herself or well, family or whatever. She's a young woman. Uh, I don't know how old. Maybe forties or fifties. Maybe I, I hope I'd haven't offended her. Maybe she's in her thirties. I don't know. But uh, maybe when you're uh, when you have that kind of money, it's your inclination to keep making money. Why? Uh, oh, also, by the way, uh, that I just discovered there are a few LLCs from across the country, uh, not affiliated with the Cargos, that are also buying property on that strip of land. Matthew, why are you so concerned? Uh, I love Duluth. Duluth, I remember trips to Duluth. Uh, but why? How, Sheen. Okay, okay but how is her that. How is her buying this strip of land and these properties, <laughs> how is that going to affect you and your life? 
Well, no, it, it won't affect my life, but I, I think I appreciate the real estate that they have up there, and I would not like to see them torn down for a new resort. So I, f- I can't tell her what to do with her money. That's just... So far, she's bought 10 homes, and I, I think uncharitably she called them pieces of crap. See, uh, now you're starting to... Uh, but uh, hey, people I got, not like you. you. You guys want to introduce communism here? That's what a free market dictates. Sorry, I'm not complaining. Okay. Oh. I'm curious. Okay, okay. I, I don't know why they're doing this. It, it's it's not a wooded or it's not full of bays and inlets. It's a strip of sand that extends out from Duluth. Got it. So what, what's well, the maybe point? like maybe like collecting McLaren? She likes collecting crappy houses. Maybe you, you can't you can't relate to her. Can you, maybe you can relate to me? What if I bought up five, six, ten farms that were all adjoining in my area? What what, what would that say? I would what, say the end what, is near. Kenny, what would something. my plan be? Why would I do that? Uh, well, knowing you. Uh, it would be so you could stand outside in your drawers and grill and nobody sees you. And why can't we ascribe those same ideas to her? Why can't she just buy up this land to have this land and the rest of you can go to hell? I've got my own little strip of heaven right here. Why can't we just accept that? Well, let's introduce the McLarens. It's not as though that would be conducive to tearing around in a McLaren. You know, if she said, I'm going to buy uh, 400 acres in the middle of Colorado, she could have her own racetrack. If, 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 if the cars have anything to do with this, I don't cool. know that they do. I only know that the, the, both the St. Paul and Minneapolis paper have reported on it. Uh, today, the New York Post has it. Uh, I've seen it in the Daily Mail. Well, it's an interesting story. It is, and what's funny, everything I've read about it since I, you know, it's like you said, it's a kind of an old story. Everybody assumes that she has evil intentions. Nobody is making the assumption that, you know what, maybe she's buying up all those cruddy um, properties in those houses, and she's going to give it to uh, the state or the city, and it's going to be a park and a beach, and it's going to be wonderful, and that's going to be her legacy. How come nobody jumps to that conclusion? Well, I would like to defend myself uh, and point out that I haven't. Uh, I, I guess haven't su- I haven't suggested her intentions are evil. I'm targeting this guy in the square above me. <laughs> I'm just suggesting that it's a wonderful story of curiosity. It is. It is fascinating. I just want you to know. Oh, go ahead. I, I love the fact that she's threatening the Duluth newspapers if they publish anything. I love that. That I'm unaware of. Uh, here, what, what am I looking? Oh, I'm, I don't want to credit my source. God, I have to credit my source. Okay, I'm looking at MinPost. Oh. And she um, evidently talked to a reporter in Duluth and told him something. I'm looking for the exact quote. Uh, you go ahead, and I'll find the quote. I just want you to know, Joe, I, I don't have an opinion. Well, I don't give a damn what she does. Noah opinion. Yep, I'm Noah. <laughs> well, Noah. You, you know me. There's only one reason I'm hooked on this story, and what's that? The, Kim Le- McLaren. the, Kim the McLarens. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where is she going to house the cars? Uh, how about a gal who likes McLarens? Can you do any better than that? Come on. <laughs> Especially right. a rich one. Here's the, here's the quote, Joe. In an interview with the Duluth News Tribune, Jimmy Lovren, Cargill called the property pieces of crap. 
she couldn't imagine living in and threatened legal action against the paper if anything were published about their conversation. John, I'm having a mental block. The local mm-hmm. author who has created a Duluth policeman, great stuff. I'm having, oh, my wife reads that guy. I'm having a mental um, block. I can't think Tom of his Holmes. name. No. Um, his, all of his stories are from up north, right? Shoot, yeah. They're set in Duluth and elsewhere. And, and the, this cop lives uh, on this. It's one of his houses that he lives in in the books. Is probably Jonathan, one of the ones Cargill bought. Jonathan Stride would be the detective. Jonathan Stride's the detective. And the writer is Brian Freeman. Brian Freeman. I, and I think there he's a go. good storyteller. And uh, his, his people live on this land that we're talking about, fictionally. They live on that piece of land. Uh, I remember going up there one time. I can still remember the name of the boat. A big freighter named Socrates washed up on Park Point in a storm. And so when people got up in the morning and they looked out, all they saw was this giant ship. It obscured their view (laughs) of the lake. Oh, that was years ago. I, I went up to Duluth to do that story, mm-hmm. but it was years ago. Mm-hmm. Say, my garage door guy is not a guy. It's the whole family. Precision garage door of the Twin Cities in western Wisconsin. If you're looking for a gig, they're hiring, and they really pay well with great benefits, and the people they hire end up staying because they love the competence of this outfit. They can take care of everything, including a new door, they don't charge more for weekend visits, and they uh, they keep you informed of what's happening. They'll text you on the way in, then they get there, and then they text you, and they go around, and they text you some more, at which point you can shut off the texting by just going out and hanging out with them and watch what they do because they'll fix it while they're there. They fix it the first time. You know what else they got? Hmm. They got their stuff in the trucks. They don't have to go back to the no, shop. They got the parts. parts. Put their number in your contacts. It's Precision Door MN. Call them at 612-263-6985 or get a hold of them online at PrecisionDoorMN.com. That's PrecisionDoorMN.com. Hey everybody, it's John here and I want to tell you how you can eat stress-free this spring with Factors, delicious ready-to-eat meals. You can get their fresh, never-frozen, chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals ready to eat in just two minutes. Weekly menu of 35 options like Calorie Smart, Keto, Protein Plus, or Vegan and Veggie. And they use premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus for the no-fuss meals. And get rid of the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Just heat and serve. My favorite, the jalapeno lime cheddar chicken. Customize your weekly meals to get as much or as little as you need. And you can pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Head to factormeals.com slash garagelogic50 and use code GARAGELOGIC50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code GARAGELOGIC50 at factormeals.com slash garagelogic50. You get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. You know, the investment game can be awfully tricky, especially in these volatile times, and that's why you need the best, and also somebody that you can trust, and that's why I rely on Josh Arnold. We know him as Mr. Money Talk around these parts, and he's here for you. So give him a call today for that free 48-minute no-obligation consultation by dialing 952-925-5600. 
952-925-5608. Josh has been at this a long time with a track record of success, and he's here to help you. So give him a call today. No obligation. That's right. No obligation. It's absolutely free. 952-925-5608. And tell him you heard about him here on the Garage Logic Podcast. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Chris Reavers is a paid endorser. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Souchere. Well, when you sell those homes, where regardless of where they're up in Duluth or where they are, you got to get those carpets cleaned. So if you're planning on selling your home to a cargo, they're going to want clean carpets. Well, you call Zero Res and they'll take even if it's a dump. They even if it's a dump, (laughs) those carpets will be shining like the top of the Chrysler building. Here's the deal: Zero Res has got a great January deal going right now, where you can get three rooms Zero Resified, starting at just $119. And for the dirt and dander in your air ducts, this month takes 75 bucks off when you get your air ducts Zero Res clean. Yes, this is a recording. They just keep doing this over and over every day. Why? Because they're good at it. How do we know they're good at it? Well, they have a 4.9 rating on Google with over 17,000 reviews. They back it up with their Zero Res Gotta Love It guarantee, but in order to get this deal, you got to say, the Rook sent me. You want the GL Rookie Special. That's how you get it. So call Zero Res today at 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z or go online to ZeroResMinnesota.com and tell them you want the Rookie Special. Spring is not here, but it's nice. It's warming up, high 30s, and you're going to get bit by the bug. Well, make your appointment for Zero Res to come out before the spring hits. Get on their schedule right now, ZeroResMinnesota.com or 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-E-Z. Spell forward or backward. It's spelled the same, Zero Res. Shining like the top of the Chrysler building. That is a quote from Annie. That is uh, Carol Burnett, who is, um, uh, we love you, Mrs. What's her name? Zahawigan uh, or whatever. No, that's a different one. That's the Mrs. O'Higgins. <laughs> yeah, she's the uh, she's in charge of all the or- Hennis. Yeah, is Hennessy? I think. I love the Hannigan. reference. Hannigan. I, I, I thought it was a wonderful reference. Thank you, Ken. We had a note yesterday from a fellow who was uh, lamenting that his uh, that a friend's four year old daughter, four year old or fourth grade, fourth grade daughter oh, yes. was playing basketball and the other team had a transitioning kid on it. Okay. And he he just he was so much better than the others. He scored all the points and they won. And uh this country is going to have to come to a uh, reconciliation about this. And I think that I'm surprised we didn't think of this. Uh Jeff from Roseville has a has an interesting take on this that might be the answer, and it might be what we see in the future. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Hail the flashlight king. Hail, Hail you. you. That's a little better. Okay. Joe, yesterday you and your underlings were discussing a fourth-grade boy who was transitioning and playing on the girls' basketball team. You then stated that people transitioning should have their own teams, which Kenny pointed out, would not be feasible because there are not enough transitioning children to warrant that. I have a solution. Because hmm. GLers think. Okay. I have a solution for all schools from elementary through college. You ready? Yeah. 
all sports co-ed. There are no more girls' teams and boys' teams. The best players of each gender, no matter how they identify, would simply make the team. Then the activists would argue that it would not be fair because biological males would have an advantage over biological females. No bleep. The people arguing for students who identify as the opposite sex to be allowed to play on those teams would have to admit a fact that they are not willing to admit. Thus, the argument would be won. However, since they are euphorians, they would never be able to make the link. Hmm. It's a great point. All teams co-ed. Best players make the team. Uh, well, I think both Matthew and I could testify that uh, during our high school career, <laughs> uh, most of the women were better than us. Uh, all for me. All, no, okay, all. Yeah, yeah all. Okay, all. they'd make the team and you wouldn't. Yeah. Uh, that's been my life the whole life, right. so I'm, I'm used right. to that. <laughs> Wait, I, I get to be on the chicks team? Yep. Hey, <laughs> how you guys doing? Let's go. All co-ed. About time for another shower, huh, yeah, girls? Let's go. Hey. <laughs> I got the towels all set for you. <laughs> hey, 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 towel boy hey, team. hey, hey, yeah. Knock it off. Hey, hey. what's going on here? All co-ed. Think about it. You, you, you've just taken the argument off the table that anyone can identify as whoever they want. You've taken that argument and destroyed it because now you're faced with the, okay, you got what you want. Here's a co-ed team. Of course, of course, merit is under attack in this country, so you might not make the team on merit. Well, except for maybe a few talented female hockey players, you're just going to have a bunch of boys' teams. There are hockey. There are girl hockey players who could make boys' teams. Yes. I don't know about football. There are girls basketball players who could make a basketball right, team. Right, but now instead of catering to the, what, less than 2% of the population that subscribes to this nonsense, now you're indoctrinating everybody. I guess but, yeah, yeah, I guess yeah. what I like about it is it just ends the argument. True. I, I, I like it, and I think you might be actually be able to pull it off at the college and professional level. I think it would still be very unfair at the high school level. Well, it would be unfair at every level, but that's the point. You'd be rubbing their face in it. I don't think it would be unfair to have male co-ed basketball and hockey teams in college and professionally. Uh, think about this, like uh, curling. That We could easily do that co-ed, couldn't oh, yeah. we? Obviously. Yeah. You're only suggesting um, that because of the Canadian gal from yeah. a couple years ago. Oh, right? boy. <laughs> no, be um, no, because I don't see any difference in the play, actually. I watch a, a lot of, cur well, during the Olympics, obviously, but it, it seems like they're both equally good. Uh, racing, car racing, go-kart racing, snowmobile racing, they're all co-ed. There's a lot of female drivers that go out there and kick the ass out of the male drivers in uh, dirt track Are racing. Are there any female F1 drivers? Uh, we had Danica. Uh, no, she wasn't F1. She, she never was went Indy. F1. She yeah, was Indy. she was Indy. You're right. I don't know of any in F1, Joe. Is there a proscription against it? If a, uh, a good Cracker question. Jack kid, you know, some 11-year-old girl right now who's kicking butt racing go-karts in Oklahoma and wants to become an F1 driver, is there is F1 going to keep her out when that's, she's 23 that's years a old? great question. I don't know. Because that's how F1 drivers start, you know. They're all well, that's how all freaks. drivers do now, yes. Joe. Yeah, 
I mean, there's 14-year-olds out in the dirt track world racing against old men yeah, and winning. That's right. That's right. I have an update on electric school buses in South Dakota. And uh, I have to call them as I see them. I would love to report to you that they're failing, but they are not. Uh-oh. All right. Uh, this is Gerritsen, South Dakota. They have, uh, well, we have the super here. Guy Johnson said the biggest concern was how the buses would handle sub-zero weather after a chilly test this month. We've had a cold January until just today. Uh, he said the buses have performed the way the manufacturers said they would. Power levels, instead of being at 100%, do drop down to about 85%, and that, but that's more than enough to finish their routes, hmm. Johnson said. Once the drivers finish their routes, they plug their morning routes, they plug them in so they're charged up for the afternoon. Got it. All right. Uh, plus, there's a, another benefit that I, I hadn't considered. Drivers and students get a quieter ride to school. Hmm. All right. Now, how are they heated? Please well, tell me. They do Last have line. diesel heaters on the buses. Yeah. Uh, they do have the the buses have a heater fueled by diesel that warms the inside of the bus. Several other districts also received e buses through a federal program, and they're uh, they're managing to get by with them, just so long as Bert gets it back to the shed hmm. and uh, changes uh, charges it before the uh, afternoon guys-, guys have to go out. When you guys were in school, did you ride, any of you ride the bus? Never rode a school bus in my life, but if I did... Dang it, you beat me to it. <laughs> I never took the bus on, with the exception of third grade when I broke my leg at Como Alps skiing. I did take the bus. Chris? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, not when we lived in town, but when we moved out to the country, yes. Did you, did. Ever, did you ever have warm feet on that school bus? Uh, not really. Yeah, I remember the school. I didn't take the bus, but when I was on the bus, I remember being really, really cold. Never had to take the school bus. I'm not sure there was one. Cheryl Bernard. It wasn't a horse and buggy bus? That's the Canadian curler. (laughs) Oh. No, the only bus I ever rode was the big Greyhound we had for hockey team, and that was really cool. That was a bus. Brother Bus took care of that one. That baby was shiny. As the other old guy on the show, I don't remember there being buses when I, when I went to school. You guys are older than school buses? Wow. No. I, I lived <laughs> in Matamidi, and I went wow. to Hill High School. I, there was no bus that I was aware of that yeah. took us Me from Matamidi to Hill. Hell, yeah. I walked home a few times. Barefoot in the snow. Well, <laughs> uphill. Wasn't that bad. It was uphill. <laughs> but I never rode a school bus. Okay. I didn't yeah, like it either. And you know what? I don't. I don't think you I don't, missed you anything. Miss out. Oh come on! You got to hang out with your buddies and talk nonsense, and you do that. Anyway. Talk about girls. You do that <laughs> anyway. Pretty much like a podcast. Then. Yeah. Cruise chicks and suck yeah, face. It was a call. Did you? Well, ride I'm glad. The bus? I'm glad out there in the hinterlands, <laughs> the electric buses are working because apparently that's what the government wants you to have. Okay. They want you to have. An electric bus. Would you like to get uh, Mr. Height in his newsroom? Sure, why not? All right. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. 
Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. I just don't know a lot of them. <laughs> the earth is not your mother. The Joe Suchere Show. The sale's still going on. Save up to $700 on select white Liberty safes at the winter white out sale going on at Maple Grove Lock and Safe. American made right here in the U.S. of A by Americans. And uh, these exclusive savings just go to the end of the month. So not much longer. You can secure your peace of mind and your goodies this season, and save money. Best fire protection in the business, uh, fully transferable lifetime warranties, professional delivery and installation available from Rich, our guy at Maple Grove Lock and Safe. Here's what you're going to do. Number one, you're going to pick up the phone. Pretend it's 1975. You can pick that phone up and talk to Rich in person, 763-494-9075. Or you're a stubborn cuss like me. I'm just going to drive down there and deal with Rich face-to-face. You're going to find him 69 901 East Fish Lake Road in Maple Grove. Save up to $700 on select Liberty White safes through the end of the month. And the World Wide Web, you can check them out there on maplegrovelockandsafe.com. London, Madrid, Bangkok, Moscow, the Twin Cities. From the four corners of the world. Here he is. From the news no. capitals at home and abroad. No, never the day's there. headlines brought into focus the issues and events Here that shape is. our time. John Height. Garage Logic. Oh. With the information beacon of Minnesota presents the, the John, John Height, Height News right. Experience. Here we go. An right, up to the minute oh, commentary no. from oh. one of journalism's most trusted voices. The second half. Five time winner of the Gopher Newshawk Award. Yeah. Now, with all the news fit to broadcast. Here's John Height. Turn it up, baby. You want to see my Gopher Newshawks, fellas? Yes. Okay. Uh, you got to pay me move. first. Let's go sports first. One quick sports note. We will find out this afternoon if Joe Maurer is a first ballot Hall of Famer. The announcement happens on the MLB Network, 5 o'clock hour time. Early balloting had Maurer with what appeared to be a good chance to be elected. We we've been through this before. Let's go through it again. Yes, sir. Is there another area in the country where you have three Hall of Famers who grew up about a mile apart from each other? I recall us doing this story and we discovered a city that had five, I believe. Okay. But I'll I'll double check as long as you asked. You got Molitor, you got Morris, you got Maurer. Winfield. 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 That's four. Four Hall of Famers all within a radius of, what, two miles maybe? Yeah. Right. Yeah. In news, city officials... Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. wait. Huh? On uh-huh. uh, Sports Talk yesterday, did you guys talk at all about Tory's chances? Uh, no. Because no, but this he's, would be year four, right? Yeah, he's got less than he's 5%. Not, he's not getting it. And you have to maintain 5% to stay on the ballot yeah, for the ballot. following year. So it ain't going to happen. Probably not. I do not think so. All right. In news, city officials on Monday said they plan to clear a large South Minneapolis homeless encampment, in their words, soon, 
after a viral gastroenteritis outbreak associated with the camp sent one person to the hospital. It would be the second closure for Camp Nanukasi, which is now located at 14th Avenue South and 26th Street East, a few blocks south of its original location. The city's epidemiology team yesterday was continuing to monitor the stomach flu outbreak. The city had been alerted to the outbreak on Thursday, Deputy Health Commissioner Heidi Ritchie said in an interview. There were 20 to 30 cases and one person treated and released from the hospital. Asked what the source of the infection was, she only said, that we don't know, this is norovirus season, and we're not 100% sure if it is norovirus, but that would be consistent with what symptoms are. Generally, it's caused by food. The city dropped off a number of sanitation supplies, including ble- uh, bleach solution and new porta-potties. Back in December, when the city said its first date to clear the original site, officials cited the potential for such an outbreak as a reason. As of Monday, city ops officer Margaret Anderson Kelleher said there's not an official date, but the city will, in her words, soon shut down the newer, smaller encampment. Uh, Remember I told you we drove by there when they were setting that up uh, a couple of days before it opened for uh, the uh, unhoused public. It's about the size of two city lots, Joe, so um, like 75 by 100, if Mm -hmm. even that big, or Mm -hmm. 100 by 100. It is tiny. Mm -hmm. Founder of Northern Tool and Equipment died this past weekend, according to a statement set out by the company, Don Catula. Passed away peacefully on Saturday at the age of 78. He founded the company out of his garage in Egan in 1981 and built it into a nationwide destination for trades professionals. Catula worked at his father's scrapyard on the Iron Range as a teenager, where he made a business of sourcing parts for customers throughout his travels between Hibbing and the Twin Cities. Neat store. I got a chance to meet him. Remember I used to do endorsements for Northern Tool before their Mm -hmm. very slick ad ad agency stepped in and uh, really made those fancy commercials mm-hmm. i was mm-hmm. doing a, an event down there an appearance and we had a welding contest and don stopped into the store to get some crap for his house he's buying stuff from him for himself and uh he came by and he took up the challenge and he did a little welding and uh i just i think right now would be a good time to bring it up Don was a, a great businessman, but a horrible, horrible welder. Was a bad he, welder? He could not lay down a bead. Uh, so he was one of us. Yeah. Yeah. A group of anti-abortion demonstrators carried blankets holding more than 12,000 plastic fetuses up the front steps of Minnesota's capital and into the rotunda yesterday, illustrating the number of abortions performed in the state in 2022. The 2022 U.S. Supreme Court ruling that upended the nationwide right to illegal abortion has reverberated differently in Minnesota, where all Democratic statehouse control is translated into new laws ensuring abortion access. That was the backdrop for yesterday's rally by Minnesota citizens concerned for life. Medical providers have reported an uptick in abortion since the U.S. Supreme Court overturned the half century of legal precedent in 2022. A Department of Health report from 2021 recorded 10,130. 36 induced abortions that year. The most recent stats for 2022 in Minnesota show a 20% increase that year. The increase is attributed to clinics here treating more patients traveling from states where abortion has been banned or seriously restricted. Apparently, the uh, the snowplow naming thing is, is now an annual. Oh. Yeah. yeah, we're back at it again, Minnesota Department of Transportation. Last year it was Blizzo, right? Wasn't it Blizzo? Yeah. There's a bunch of them. Yeah. Taylor Drift. Yeah. Ooh, Taylor Drift. 
The uh, department officially opened the voting period in its fourth annual Name a Snowplow contest, and uh, they've narrowed the submissions down to the top 50 finalists, which includes names like A Little Salty, Because I Said Snow. Wow. And I came, I thaw, I conquered. Voting remain open through January 28th. Winners from previous years include Plowy McPlowface, Betty Whiteout, and Blader Hot Hot Dish. I stopped saying Blader Hot Hot Dish. Where do you think that these stories rank in terms of um, views and clicks (laughs) on a particular newspaper's website, Joe? Top top two. Pretty high. If I find out, pretty high. If I find out that somebody I know, a possible friend of mine, has partaken in Mm -hmm. this contest, Mm -hmm. we're done. No, I think I know who you're referring to. It's over. You're referring to uh, someone close to your residence. Uh, No, No. she wouldn't. No, she would hate. He's referring to somebody that may or may not be sitting across from the two of us. I'm I'm referring to the guy in the box above. Above me. A lot of references to the box above you yeah, today, what's Kitty. <laughs> what's up with the We're box gonna... above you? <laughs> Hi, Matt. Hi. Organizers for, the... Organizers for the Taste of Minnesota say the event will be back this summer. The event will be held on Nicolette Mall July 6th and 7th. Uh, Taste of Minnesota says they'll have music, food, outdoor family fun, and a few surprises for this year's event. This will be the second year of holding the event in downtown Minneapolis after an eight-year hiatus. Admission is free, but there will be tickets issued so organizers can get an official number for attendance. No word yet on whose this year's uh, concerts will be at the Taste. And we do have a concert announcement for the Twin Cities. Pink will follow up her record-breaking Target Field show in August with an encore performance October 18th at St. Paul's XL Energy Center. Tickets on sale this Friday. The 44-year-old, known for her mid-air acrobatics and concerts, sold out Excel in 2018 and 2019, played the Armory in 2018 during Super Bowl weekend. Her outdoor show at Target Field last August broke that venue's previous attendance record, set in 2015 by Kenny Chesney and Jason Aldean. Her 2023 World Tour sold nearly 3 million tickets last year and grossed 350 million dollars. What do you mean? I'm sorry, John. Rookie, Mm -hmm. what do you mean you have to go? I'm going to have to go because we missed last time. She and she said, I want to see pink. Okay, so I was hoping there was somebody on the staff that would be familiar with her her, uh, nonsense. Um, She seems like a big venue sort of performer. How do you think she would do in uh, like uh, the main room? Or even a smaller well, club. Kill it. There'd be no room to do on the trapeze thing. Well, that's my point. I mean, is she musical at all, or is she just screaming no and abject? No, no, no. I'll say, oh, she's got she, some she, great songs. She can sing. She writes her own stuff, she can too. Because, like, she, Gaga she could sit down at a piano in a room of 100 and blow the joint away. Could Pink yeah. do that? Yes. yes. Okay. She's all got right. star power. All right. Now then. You'll be the only male there. I'm no, straight male. I'm transitioning that Okay, night. all right. Why don't we take That's what I'm going to say. That's what my teacher's going to uh, say. I'm transitioning. I'm transitioning, so I'm left alone. Leave me alone. <laughs> yes. You know, I, it's my contention that you transitioned years ago. You're just posing as a guy. Got yeah. it. I haven't been briefed on my transition, so I better be quiet. <laughs> take a break and hear from the transitioning rookie at this moment. All right, there is a warm-up right now. High 30s right now. 
the equipment in your home should always be working properly. Should not be making any funny noises. I don't care whether it's your heating unit, your cooling unit, your air purification system, or your water heater. Check in with Ray and Welter. Welterheating.com. 120 years of experience. They have four generations that work right there in Minneapolis. And think of how much the um, equipment has changed over the years. That's why they got certified techs that come out and make sure that your home is nice and warm or nice and cool or whatever the air purification stuff, nice and air purified, whatever that is. 612-825-6867. 612-825-6867 is the phone number. Schedule an appointment online at welterheating.com. Poke around the website. I've talked about the blog. You might find an answer to a question that you have, and they give you that for free. They are very family-oriented. They are garage logicians and just a pretty good bunch of guys and gals. Online at welterheating.com. Heat up your shelter with Ray N. Welter. The earth is not your mother. The Joe Suchere Show. Here's a guy that needs a new water heater. Well, you're in luck because I have the best in the business. That's Hofferman Water and Connecticut, 612-895-2440. Get on that schedule. Have them come out for that free water analysis. In most cases, you don't even realize how bad that your water actually is and wrecking your appliances. So, HoffermanWater.com, get on that schedule and have them come out. I did this a number of years ago, and I'm so glad that I did because it has made an amazing difference in the quality of my water. And my wife is happy, and that way it gets me out of trouble for a lot of things. HoffermanWater.com, go to their website, see every single system that they have available for you, whether it's a water softener, an iron rust or odor filtration system, or a brand new drinking water system, Hofferman and Connecticut will take care of you and your family because they have been proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. Please tell them that you heard about them here on the Garage Logic podcast. In other news, the New Hampshire primary is today on the Republican side. Donald Trump with a big lead going in. Nikki Haley's campaign has a message for all those who are declaring her presidential candidacy over if she loses today. Her campaign manager wrote, we aren't going anywhere in a memo about the path forward for Haley. In the memo, it's described how Haley, the former governor of South Carolina and former U.N. ambassador, outlasted all the other candidates for her one-on-one shot at Mr. Trump and will not be dissuaded from fighting, even if members of Congress, the press, and many of the weak-kneed fellows who ran for president are giving up and giving in. On the Democratic side, Minnesota's Dean Phillips campaigning, challenging Joe Biden, but appears to have little support within the party. Uh, Nikki uh, took Dixville Notch 6-0 over Trump. Shut up. Mm. Yep. Which means she's going to... No. Doesn't mean a thing. Doesn't does mean it? a damn no. thing. Whatville? Dixville. Dixville Notch to... is up there, and it's the first place to vote. Every I think, year. I think Every they do year. it right after midnight, don't they? Yep, right after midnight. Is their mascot a bag? No, I Dixville Notch. I don't know what that would be. It's the uh, it's a town that's been featured on the news for its uh, unique ability to, what, Joe? to be the first. You can just uh, go ahead and stop talking, vote. Joe. Just go ahead. I'll just stop. I'll just read some more news now. Uh, Governor. <laughs> 
<laughs> Governor Ron DeSantis quashing the old a flood. Dixville nuts. Right. Yeah. 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 Governor Ron. Look it up on a map, Rook. I think she's way up there. I don't know if I'll get through the filter. Yeah. <laughs> Governor Ron DeSantis quashing a Florida state senator's proposal to use public funds to help pay for former President Donald Trump's mounting legal bills. State Senator Ileana Garcia, Republican, said on X she's withdrawing the bill after DeSantis made clear he would immediately veto it. The proposal, backed by State Chief Financial Officer Jimmy Petronas, would have created a $5 million Freedom Fighters Fund to provide financial support for any Florida resident running for president who faces legal action, meaning in this case, Donald Trump. A closely divided Supreme Court yesterday allowed Border Patrol agents to cut through or move razor wire Texas installed on the U.S.-Mexico border as part of the state's efforts to prevent illegal border crossings. Why? The Do court they get a reason? Fi- what? I'm sure it's a, a Fed versus state. Uh, that would be my guess. I mean, I haven't read it the is, legal opinion, but I, I'm assuming. It yeah. is Fed what? versus state. What? Oh, my God. The court on a 5-4 vote granted an emergency request filed by the Biden administration, which had argued that Texas was preventing agents from carrying out their duties. The Biden administration says the wire prevented agents from reaching migrants who have already crossed over the border into the U.S. Texas Governor Greg Abbott, a Republican, installed the razor wire near the Rio Grande at Eagle Pass as part of an operation to address illegal immigration. Texas sued after Border Patrol agents cut through some of the razor wire, claiming the agents had trespassed and damaged state property. The Balsams, a uh, Dixville Notch is in the northern part of the state. The Balsams is the resort hotel in Dixville Notch, and that is the site of the midnight vote. That's right. Uh, the population of the township, all whom live in Dixie, Dixville Notch, was four as of the 2020 well, census. Well, they must have gained must two citizens. More. Yeah, because yeah. the vote was six to nothing. Yes. But mm-hmm. isn't it clear, based on the story John just read, what the entire motive is here? Why, why are you Why are you deciding that you're going to act on the better half of a state that's actually trying to do something here? What are you talking about? Uh, he's talking about what we should be talking exactly. about. Exactly. This, this is but absolute... it was all. Do you remember why it was all fired, filed last what two weeks ago or whatever? No, it was after the the two kids and the woman drowned because the border agents said they couldn't get there because the Texas people would let them in to save the people. Is from that drowning. our problem? That's that's what started all this. Who's... Okay, sadly, a woman. I get. I get that. But that is one case in that regard, whether we're having tens of thousands upon millions of people that are invading this country on a daily basis. If you don't That's have a, a border, much bigger issue, in my opinion. I'm if sorry. you don't have a border, you don't have a country. Which is what's happening right now. And Kenny's right. This, this, we could spend an entire show on this. Mm-hmm. Wow. It, it will be the, if, if Biden loses, it will be the one issue, I think, that uh, will cost him the president, And then they continue to step in to, to prevent a state from actually trying to do something. That's wow. treasonous. Well, I was, I was about to say he should be arrested, and I, I thought maybe I shouldn't say that, but you know what? I'll jump on that bandwagon. It really is. He's destroying this country willfully. Anyway, nice weather we're having. Yeah. <laughs> What are we doing? Well, there's that no, could be uh, that could be Joe, another whole show, couldn't it? <laughs> that entire sentence. We need the wisdom of Solomon here. I, I, you know, on the one hand, uh, I say quit coming into this country. On the other hand, 
you know, some kid's going to get tangled up in the barbed wire and drown. I, I don't know what to do well, here. If you don't cross the river, you don't get tangled up, or whatever the border is, yeah. you don't we have get tangled up and drown. A legal process to enter this country, and yeah. nobody is preventing and anybody from no, that process. I'm encouraging it. Come on in. Right. Just do it legally. Just do it legally. We'll Go take ahead. all of you. Come on yeah. in. Live the American dream. Nobody is against Hell that yes. in, in, in any way, shape, or form. But the, not, this is not. Um, all right, I'm just. No, it's a mess. I'll keep looking it at Hall a of Famers. Complete from bleep it's show. A mess. Yes. I think we can all agree on that. Well, I got news for this administration. Keep this up, and you're going to be out of a job in 10 months. I think I just said that. that seriously, though. <laughs> that's going to. Well, go ahead. All right, fine. Great. Elon Musk, who's been accused of allowing anti-Semitic messages on his social media platform X, visited the site of the Auschwitz-Birkenau death camp on Monday, saying afterwards that the tragedy of the Holocaust hits you much more in the heart when you see it in person. Must tour the most notorious extermination camp established by Nazi Germany during World War II before attending a conference on anti-Semitism organized by the European Jewish Association. He admitted to having been naive about the extent of anti-Semitism until recently. X has lost some major advertisers in the past year after their ads show up in close proximity to posts from anti-Semites and Nazi sympathizers. Having been to the camps, I can tell you that they're haunting. Boy, mm. I bet. Yeah. John, do you happen to have the story about the Lake Minnetonka boom? I do not. You know what? That, that's know very that common. The ice moves. It makes a noise. It's a non Oh, the noises. Okay. It's yeah. the ground. Well, that's not the ground. It's the ice. Did you read it's, the piece? I don't need said, to. I know how it works. It's Joe? The, the ground. Uh, it's the ground, right. Joe. Yeah. Under the water? No. No. Adjacent to. Huh. You mean the shoreline? <laughs> Kenny, <laughs> let's go to entertainment news, shall How we? How come ice never heaves up no. anymore on shores? I don't know. It was not thick enough. It does. Uh, on some lakes, but it used to be on all the lakes. <laughs> In uh, entertainment news, Norman Jewison, whose broad range as a filmmaker was reflected in the three <laughs> movies that earned him Oscar nominations for Best Director, has died. Uh, those movies that he was nominated for in the heat of the night, Fiddler on the Roof, and Moonstruck, Jewison directed a lot of good movies, including The Cincinnati Kid, The Russians Are Coming, The Russians Are Coming, oh, Thomas, Crown of, Thomas Crown Affair, and many, many more. Jewison was 97 years old. I gave you The Russians Are Coming, The Russians Are Coming. I, I assume you've never watched it. You're talking to Rook, um, right? Yeah, I'm talking to no, Rook. No, that was North by Northwest. I also gave you The Russians Are Coming. Yeah, he did give well, you The Russians Then you're over too. I have a message for Joe. Uh, a message for GL or Joe yeah. S. Uh, Joe, I don't know if Such is okay or not. What are you I, I, about? I I don't know. Well, Joe sent an email y yesterday to me wondering if everything's okay with you uh, due to some things you've been doing and saying on the program as what, of late. about quakes, uh, ice quakes. Monday's podcast, Joe is doing a golf show ad, reading cut lines, confused about <laughs> weeks and dates, telling us to add to the spreadsheet or something. It's not a bit, right? It, it, this is our fake mayor through and through, right? I got an email saying it was the funniest ad the guy ever heard, and my clients must be terribly pleased. Well, I'll be honest. You when you do that, that's when we know that you are okay. 
Yeah. Because you're in form. Because I'll read anything you put Correct. in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm not worried. Right. I wouldn't Speaking, be worried if right. I was that guy. Hell not. Thanks, Green. On the razor wire case, now that the Supreme Court has decided in favor of the administration, what is the plan? How quickly uh, does go. the administration intend to remove all the razor wire that has been set up? KGP. So I don't have the, the specifics on the, what the border security is going to do and how they're going to do it. Look, we are uh, certainly glad that the Supreme Court uh, made the decision to, to uh, uh, vacate the injunction that prevented border security to to actually do their jobs, to do humanitarian work, to actually uh, to actually uh, enforce laws, uh, and it got in the way. It, and what uh, and what was put forward that what what uh, what uh, Texas was doing, the governor was doing, was actually ineffective. And that's something that we have to remember. It was ineffective. And so now uh, it's going to uh, it's going to allow border security to do their jobs. It's going to allow border security to actually act if there is an issue or some a dangerous situation happening. And they need to act and save lives. It's going to allow them to do that. And actually do their jobs. And, and I feel John better. Claude Van Dam. Yeah, I feel better. I don't know about you guys. Now, when, okay, now I'm going to change the subject a bit. The Supreme Court's decision, whether you agree with it or not, wouldn't it have been based in legal, the United States legal theories? Yes. I'm, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Sure. Otherwise, you know. And in fact, I was kind of surprised it was five to four. I assumed it would you know, seven the to two way. or something like yeah. that. No, no, not the other way. It would be seven to two, same decision, but hmm. but larger margin. Yeah. All I know is it's a bleep show, and the people running this country don't know what to do. They're screwing it up. There you go. Got it. Back to the Oscars. The new nominations are out for this year. Oppenheimer leads the Oscar nominations, 13 nominations, followed by Poor Things. I don't know Poor Things. Do you guys know? Never heard Poor of Things? it. No. That has 11 nominations. Killers of the Flower Moon has 10 nominations. And Barbie has eight. All four films compete for Best Picture of the Year, along with American Fiction, Anatomy of a Fall, The Holdovers, Maestro, Past Lives, and The Zone of Interest. Uh, Snubs, Leonardo DiCaprio, roundly praised for his performance in Killers of the Flower Moon, not nominated. And Barbie director Greta Gerwig, despite all that nomination, all those nominations, was not nominated for her work on the film Barbie. And uh, listen up, if you're a wrestling fan, WWE's weekly wrestling television show Raw is moving to Netflix next year. It's all part of a major streaming deal worth, get this, more than $5 billion. Holy mackerel. TKO Group Holdings, which houses WWE and UFC, said in a regulatory filing this morning that the agreement is for 10 years. Netflix has an option to extend the deal for an additional 10 years. There's also an opt-out available for Netflix after the initial five years. The three-hour program currently airs on USA Network, and its media rights were considered a hot commodity over the past several months. WWE said Tuesday that Raw will air on Netflix starting in January of 2025. They also said their documentary original series and forthcoming projects will be available on Netflix internationally starting in 2025. A new study suggests that illness anxiety can be a self-fulfilling prophecy. Climate change? Uh, no, just if you think, you know, say you think oh. you have a bad heart or you think you have yeah. uh, whatever. That can be a self-fulfilling pro uh, prophecy, according to a recent Swedish study. Found out that people with what is now called illness anxiety disorder might die earlier than others. 
Now, that doesn't mean those with the disorder should despair. The study has an important and hopeful message saying it's a serious mental disorder, but you can prevent it. Therapists and, pa- therapists and patients may, for example, work together to identify behaviors that are rooted in your anxiety and work through them through gradual exposure to the situations that worry them. Florida man got busted after he forgot to brush off the methamphetamine on his driver's license when he handed it over to the cops during a traffic stop. <laughs> there you stop. go. That happens. Hang out of this for me, William. Polk County Sheriff's Office deputies were in the area of Lake Hatchinaha and Watkins Road in Haines City, Florida, when they noticed a tailgate on a pickup truck covering the license plate. That's a probable cause arrest affidavit. Deputies pulled Robert Brush over and asked for his license. When he handed it over, deputies noticed a lot of white crystalline substance on the license. The cards like the driver's license are often used to break up drugs, so the deputy tested the substance and it came back positive for meth. Brush claimed he didn't know there were any drugs on the license and said he had nothing illegal in the car. However, deputies called in police dogs, which alerted them that there were drugs in the trunk. There was actually a total of 14.23 grams of methamphetamine in the back. Deputies also found another baggie with about two grams of methamphetamine, according to the arrest affidavit. John, thank you very much. You're welcome. I'll do this ad the way morons would do it, like Kenny. Here we go. Hey, the 2024 (laughs) Minnesota Golf Show is Feb 9 through the 11th at the Minneapolis Convention Center. Get free lessons from a PGA teaching professional. Try out the newest equipment for 2024. Shop for great merchandise and apparel and take your chance at sinking a $100,000 putt, plus so much more. For tickets, visit mngolfshow.com. Tickets for GLers are just $5 all week long this week with the promo code GL. That's promo code GL at mngolfshow.com, and that's how you get the uh, the five the five uh, dollar ticket. Ah, huh? do and I we're yeah. there. We are there Friday, February nine, at our customary time between about noon and one thirty ish. I wonder how uh, we'll get there. And, and uh, we're looking to get a big a ride over there on the, on a little bus. <laughs> if you'd like to transport the mayor and Kenny, email us now. <laughs> yes. So, and that ticket for five bucks, that's good for any day of the show. Hey! Even though we're there, only on Feb 9. So get in there and get to that website. Uh, mngolfshow.com, promo code GL. You get a $5 ticket to the Minnesota Golf Show at the Minneapolis Convention Center. You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere. We were talking about the border situation. Yeah. There being no border. More than one in every 10 fatal crashes in California is a hit and run, according to a new study involving federal traffic data. The research commissioned by Suzuki Law Offices looked at National Highway Traffic Safety Administration figures between 2017 and 2021 of the 18,137 fatal crashes in California during that period, 1,901 or 10.5% involved drivers who fled the scene. 
That's the highest total number of fatal hit and runs in the nation and significantly enough above the national rate of 6.3%. The top five included Illinois, New Jersey, Alaska, and Hawaii. Maine had the lowest rate with less than one out of 100 fatal crashes involving a driver who fled. And then we learn, we learn, we learn. As you continue on. That, uh, I, I guess we're not going to learn anything. I thought we were going to learn that these were involving uh, illegals who had driver's license. So we're not discovering that. Yes. We are not discovering that. We are just discovering that in California, you are most likely uh, in a fa- fatal crash to be the victim of a hate and run. Hit and run. Hit and run. Yeah. Ten, but, uh, more than 10%. It, it, the definition of illegal in California might be uh, different than the definition in other states. Yeah, because pretty much everything in California is pretty much gone by the wayside. Well, it's all free. It's uh, it's a tough. They got underwear now locked up in the stores. I saw that it, because you know you don't want to go in there and steal the drawers. Right. What I've learned uh, on the California DMV is something called an AB60 driver's license. License. They are available for individuals who are unable to provide proof of legal presence in the United States, but who meet the California DMV requirements and are able to provide proof of identity and California residency. Does that make sense to you? The same people who have demonized the automobile are the same people who demonize you if you criticize an illegal having a driver's license. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? 100%. The same people who demonize the automobile because they are gas guzzlers Mm -hmm. go out of their way to make sure everyone should have a license. Well, that doesn't make sense. Well, and as Pat Garofalo told us last week, we're modeling our business here in Minnesota after California. We just have worse weather. Right. So other than that, it's, it's pretty good. It, but that's why people should get as upset about this border situation, because that's where we're headed mm-hmm. as a country. We're going to turn into California. Only because they come to us all the way from Lake Las Vegas, Nevada, from the traveling Lymans. It was on this day. Joe, today is January 23rd. In 1855. A cable suspension bridge opened between Minneapolis and Nicollet Island, the first permanent span over the main channel of the Mississippi River. It could be crossed by paying a toll of three cents for one way or five cents round trip per human foot passenger, 15 cents per horse, and two cents (laughs) per head for sheep. Huh. Sheep got a little discount. On this day. Not bad. Oh, oh, Johnny. On this day. Wait, wait. No, Johnny gets that. Uh, Jan 2-3. In 1865, First National Bank of Minneapolis commenced business with capital of 50 grand, with beginnings in a private bank co-owned by its first president, Jacob K. Seidel. The institution went through several name changes, celebrating 75 years in business in 1939 as First National Bank and Trust Company of Minneapolis, and then reverting to its original name in 1943. 
And on this day, one, two, three, <laughs> in, in 1929, the three the three day trial of Lake Charles resident Ben Shock, charged with not having a license for his beagle, began. <laughs> his beagle. Hmm? Declaring a case of mistaken identity, Shock claimed that his beagle had died and that the license fee collector had seen him with another beagle. Shock Uh-oh. refused to pay bail and was jailed for 30 days while the judge what? pondered the case, finally ruling that Shock had been wronged and should be set free. That's mm. the weirdest thing was I've seen ever with another beagle. Yeah. On this day... Uh, are you talking about January 23rd? In 1976, Milton Reynolds, an Albert Lee native who became a millionaire by his astute and early mass production and promotion of a new type of ballpoint pen in the 1940s, died in Chicago. I'm unaware of his pen. Huh. And on this day... I got news on the on the Beagle. A bugle. Oh. On this day in 1986, <laughs> Northwest Jesus. Airlines agreed to buy Republic Airlines for $884 million, a purchase that formed a single Twin Cities-based carrier and the third largest in the United States. Wow. And finally, on this day, January 23rd, also in 1986, William Rubin, former president of Flight Transportation Corporation of Eden Prairie, and Janet Carkey, his chief financial officer, were found guilty by a federal jury in St. Paul, perpetuating the largest financial fraud in Minnesota's history by engineering a sale of about $25 million in stock for a mostly fictitious company. You can't do that. Speaking of airports, Mike just submitted this because he is a Garage Logic Town Council member. Reeves, I agree with you on the border. Show this to the fellas. It's a CBS News report out of Boston in which Logan Airport has now been turned into a shelter for illegal aliens in Boston. Really? I, I cannot believe what I'm seeing. This And this is a CBS News Boston uh, video that surfaced this morning at 8.06 a.m. So the the homeless illegals right. are living inside the airport? Sure looks like it, Joe. With tents and whatever? Well, they just have sleeping bags. I have not seen a tent in this particular video. Campfires. Sure. How are they eating? Got to keep warm. Airport food is very expensive. Yeah, I suppose. Especially in the Twin Cities. It is. A $15 wiener. They can't afford Some that. Some of the best restaurants in town are at the airport. You gotta go somewhere. Um, can you not get enough of Garage Logic? Well, do I have yeah. news for you? I don't know. I've had my fill. Join the thousands of <laughs> GLers who have found us on YouTube. Just search for Garage Logic Podcast and subscribe for near daily content, including behind the scenes content, full segments, and video shorts. That's Garage Logic Podcast on YouTube. And The Daily Logician is just one great way to stay up to date on GL. The Daily Logician is a daily email sent right to your inbox with the latest news and notes from Garage Logic. Sign up right now at garagelogic.com. You'll see it right there on the homepage. You can't oh, miss it. Yep.
It is that time once again that we check in with our guy, Mr. Money Talk. Josh Arnold is with us once again here in Garage Logic, and now's the time for you to do the same. So do not delay. Do exactly what I did and pick up that phone and dial 952-925-5608. That number once again is 952-925-5608. You call that number, you get Josh, and he is there for you for that free, yes, I said free, no obligation, 48-minute financial consultation. He will always give you the straight talk. He will never give you sugar-coated advice, and he's on the line with us once again here in Garage Logic. And boy, Josh, so many things to discuss today. It's earnings time. We had a new high on the Dow, and boy, the bears are out in full force, aren't they? Oh, the bears are gurring and gurring. Oh, my goodness. The Dow Jones Industrial Average hit an all-time high up at 38,000. Sell. I'm watching my financial TV, and oh, I was bullish, but now I'm worried. Everything is priced to perfection, and the bears say, oh, market shouldn't be up here. Market is too expensive. It's been too expensive. Expect a major correction. Heck, look at all the problems going on around the world. Plus, there's an election coming. Plus, the Fed has not started cutting interest rates. The economy is slowing. And, oh, did you see what's going on in China? Oh, my goodness. I could go on and on. And here we are starting earnings season. I would say, so far, mixed results. If I want positive news, Verizon. There's a very dull company. That puts in there with AT&T, Verizon, widows and orphan stock, big dividend payers, runs a business really that most people cannot do without. They have added subscribers. They did better on revenue, but only posted inline earnings and the stock went up. On the other hand, 3M, good numbers, very bad guidance, stock down, $10 a share, heading back to the the low, and continued worries from 3M's management about their different divisions, or maybe it's more cautious. 3M is going to spin off their healthcare division, which is a pretty good moneymaker later this year. 3M looks to be following the pathway set by General Electric over a year ago when General Electric spun off their healthcare division. That division has performed admirably, and the balance of GE, which also reported today, has done pretty well in investors who bought at the bottom, which was not me, by the way. I, that's an, another area that I've tended to avoid industrials, have been rewarded. Meantime, Boeing has had continued issues as United Airlines cast doubt on whether they're going to follow through with their orders of Boeing 737 MAX jet, which continues to have issues. Again, here's an industrial, not a stock for me. When the bears look at China, yeah, China is, has some awful economic news, awful economic news. China is not inflating. China is deflating. That is definitely not good. And China is now trying to stimulate the economy as well as stimulate their stock market. And if you look at Chinese stocks, they're on a little bit of a tear today after being in a very severe bear market, not only for most of the last year. And when it comes to Chinese stocks, there's Jack Ma, 
CEO of and founder of Alibaba has quietly been accumulating shares. That to me is always a good sign when a major insider starts to buy. More good news, but this was a stock that has done very well this year. Netflix, which reports their earnings tonight, and the focus will be not not only on their earnings, but on the number of subscribers both gained and lost. Netflix signed a deal to stream worldwide entertainment raw for the next 10 years. That gave a huge boost to TKO, which is a combination put together by Endeavor Corporation of the Ultimate Fighting Championship Series and the WWE. TKO was up. Do focus. Again, here's Netflix going into, okay, into sports. Now, it's entertainment sports, but into sports. Apple, into sports. Amazon, into sports. Google through YouTube, into sports. We'll call regular media companies are having a, we'll say, a difficult time with many of the upstarts who are leaning into sports and sports broadcasting, something that should add to those players which are part of, we'll say, the Magnificent Seven. Pay attention to earnings. Keep some cash available for any inevitable pullback on any earnings news, particularly of your favorite companies. Excellent advice, as always, Mr. Money Talk. Well, you heard him, GLers. Now's the time for you to pick up the phone and make the call for that free, yes, I said free, 48-minute financial consultation by dialing 952-925-5608, where you always get straight talk and never, ever sugar-coated advice. Josh, as always, thank you so much for the time and the chat. Have a great rest of your day, and we'll talk to you again on Thursday. You got it. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Chris Reavers is a paid endorser.